Welcome back to Enter the Metaverse. Today on our podcast, we have special guests yet again for a second time coming, Wafik. I'm so excited to to speak to Wafik. We're we're gonna catch up on a lot of stuff that he he's been working on, and he's excited to talk about a lot of different topics. So, Wafik, introduce yourself again. <laughs> Oh, thank you for that amazing introduction. I really, really appreciate that, man. Thank you for having me on for a second time. It's uh, quite the blessing for me. But yeah, my name is Wafik, also known as the Sage of Stones. And I'm here to talk about <laughs> the crazy shift in my life that I have had this year so far. All right. Yeah, it, you're always welcome on the podcast. I, I'm, I'm going to start rebooking a lot of guests that I used to have. And see if we get them get an update, possibly either because it's almost towards the end of the year now, and then maybe next year I'll get rebook a whole bunch of other people as well. But I'm I'm yeah. so glad you accepted to come back on. So I'm happy. Thank you, brother. It's a, it's my pleasure and my honor. Seriously. Yes. So you would you like to start with? Um, well, first. I don't know if you mentioned this already, but there is a surprise at the end that Wafik wants to announce. Um, so stick around and listen to the whole podcast because you're gonna want you're not one of us miss what he has to say. So no, um, I'll say this much: it's the biggest collective project I've ever been a part of, and the amount of just love and energy that's in this little project. Um, my, my intention for it is to definitely touch the hearts of so many people and yeah, we'll talk about that more at the end. <laughs> Perfect. I'm so excited. So you have been working on a lot of different things. I follow you on Instagram, uh, for your, your business account. And did you want to talk about your, your business? Yeah, so Sage of Stones is now my full-time gig. Like, I don't work for anybody else. I work for myself. Um, and it's 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 really a passion project or a passion business for me because Crystal's, the, the, the account is Sage of Stones, and that's who I am. I am the Sage of Stones. Um, crystals have been so impactful in my life, and I just want to help people to really use them in the proper way and also admire and acknowledge the fact that some people buy them just so they look pretty. And that's totally fine. That's totally okay with, um, with me and it should be okay with everybody. However, even for somebody who just buys them because of the aesthetic, you unknowingly actually still benefit from them metaphysically. So mm -hmm. yeah, my job here is to just share the knowledge and share the wisdom and kind of the way that I do things, which is very different from how a lot of people do things. Cause there's, you know, you could throw a rock, literally you could throw a rock and there's so many people selling crystals right now, but I don't want it to be such a, a, a to B exchange, you know, mm -hmm. real purpose and there's real intention behind it. And that's what I've really been building for the past, I don't know, seven months now. Yeah, it's it's it, it it is growing pretty fast, correct? Yeah, yeah. I've I've been blessed to, you know, hit so many different people. Um the support has been so amazing. I'm so blessed mm -hmm. 
to be able to do what I love to do and still, um, you know, be able to take care of my family, take care of all the bills that I have to take care of while doing what I absolutely love. And I think that's, that's the dream for a lot of people is just being able to do what they love and being mm -hmm. fully. Yeah. I just wanted to mention, you said it, you want to be more than just an A to B exchange. And I've noticed in a lot of these stores, not too many, but I mean, there's always, there, there is the intention there but it's establishing a relationship with each customer and like making your experience like rememberable. Like it's, it's not just, I'm here to sell you something. I have what you need type of business. Like you really, you really want to like, um, yeah, establish that relationship, make it an experience. Absolutely. And also, I mean, I'll, I haven't shared this on social media yet because this is an idea I've been kind of formulating. So you're getting the exclusive here. Um, but the way I see it and the way I see crystals being purchased, you know, each crystal is almost like a person. It's got different shapes, different colors, different hues, and they all have specific purposes metaphysically. Um, and what I've noticed is as people, we tend to kind of pass down, you know, like how, you know, we all know how a baby is made. The baby gets traits from the mom and the dad, and it, you know, has its own personality, but it still has traits from both sides. Well, something else that gets passed down, unfortunately, is trauma, unhealed trauma that happens, ancestral trauma. And, you know, we got 40,000 years of DNA living in our bodies, I want people to use crystals. Well, my, my intention is for people to use crystals as a way to have a physical representation of something they're actually passing down. I mean, they do it in England with the crown jewels, right? Those are all precious metals, precious stones. Crystals are the exact same thing. So instead of passing down your family trauma, you pass down your crystals as your family heirlooms. And depending on what you have, that's, that gets passed down through the generations and you actually have something physical in, in this plane that you can actually pass down to your kids. That's really how I see crystals is like these tools that are able to carry on generations. And the more the people use them, the more charge and the more energy and the more emotion that's put into these crystals. And when you finally pass that down, it's like flipping the page of a book. Yeah. You know, and next generation who gets the wisdom from the years of work but then also gets to add to it i wanted to mention that we also have exchanged crystals in the past we have. i sent you over some pyrite and you sent me over lapis lazuli a palm stone mm -hmm. which i still have it's back there i was gonna go yep. grab it but i'm like nah it's okay um i have <laughs> i have um it next to some uh a, there's a block of selenite like on that um cabinet there and yeah. uh yeah i i love just i love the exchange too like you you put a lot of intention in it and you're like this needs to go to this person and you're like and then the other way around so it's it's very neat how you can do that as well and yeah you're like when it comes to cleansing because a lot of people don't understand there's different types of ways to cleanse and the importance of cleansing and also i want to make this note so you can answer this as well 
is that there's different types of energies, masculine, feminine, yin and yang, uh, or yin, yang, yeah, of the of the crystals. And it, it, that also helps to know because then you can know which way to cleanse it better. Absolutely. And um, one thing people don't know, and I haven't really shared this too, too much, is when people purchase crystals from me, it does take me a little while to get them to you, but that's because I'm actually working with the stones. So a lot of times I will put a lot of intention, a lot of energy uh, through meditation, through different practices to fill that crystal up with whatever intention is being told to me by the person. Um, and before I send it off, I'll do a number of things. So if it's water soluble, if it's okay to be in water, I'll cleanse it with, um, you know, purified water. And then I will um, cleanse it with incense. I'll cleanse it with sage just to give it a nice clean state. But the intention that's built inside it is pure, genuine, authentic, real intention. So for example, your lapis. Um, I love lapis for its ability to really ease anxiety and really ease the busy mind and really, really bring you back to center, but also work with your third eye. So that type of practice is something that I will do. I will literally sit and meditate and intend for that, for the energy within the crystal to actually activate and awaken. And by the time it gets sent to the person, in this case, you, the second you pick it up, you can actually feel a physical difference. It's not just picking up another rock. Yeah. Some people can feel different uh, energies very easily and they can de 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 determine what crystal it is. Even if they have like a certain crystal that's like looks the same, they mm -hmm. just feel it and be like, oh, that's that's garnet or that's uh, that's malachite or whatever, like any whatever crystal it might be. And they might look similar to another crystal. And you're like, oh, I know exactly which type it is as well. So like of that family of crystal, it's like, it's amazing. Cause I brought in some crystals to the local metal physical store near my place. And they determined my rings were fake, but my bracelets were real. And they showed me and I'm like, well, that actually makes sense. Because if you look at the side, there's like a, a line. It's like they put clear quartz and on top of it, they put glass. To make it look like it had like a like effect on like a surface, whatever. But yeah, it's it. You got to be careful when you're buying from these these different places, especially on like uh these marketplaces. Like I don't know, I bought mine off Etsy, but yeah, yeah. you got to be careful because it, price doesn't mean anything really. <laughs> No, and it's so unfortunate. There are so many people out there who who genuinely love crystals, but they just are not informed enough. And they'll think they're buying like a hundred dollar order of crystals, and they end up getting a hundred dollars of glass, and the glass yeah. isn't a hundred dollars. So it's really, really unfortunate. And um, I like to state that every time I do my own purchases for you know my inventory. I make sure I find out where it came from, who mined it. Like I'm never going to know 110% if the crystal was ethically mined or not. Like that's impossible to know unless yeah. I own mine. However, I can do my due diligence and see where did this come from? Who was the buyer? Who was the seller? Who was this? You know, who was the miner? Um, and a lot of the times, especially with me, um, I can actually feel 
if a crystal is good enough to be sold or not. And I've had instances where I've actually gotten, you know, a bulk amount of rose quartz, for example. And what a lot of people do is they take rose quartz and they actually burn it and apply heat to it to change its color. So a lot of the time, rose quartz is just, or a blue rose quartz is just heat treated rose quartz. Mm -hmm. Now there's a creating process that you can do to produce that mineral and that's totally fine however if you're just trying to get money from somebody people will literally take torches and just burn them trying to get it to change color and when they actually do is they actually burn the crystal yeah i've heard of that happen with i think it's amethyst to citrine or citrine to amethyst mm -hmm. that's a process you can do but it's not the natural state of the crystal Correct. Yeah. A lot of the time and a lot of the material that's out there when it comes to citrine, it is heat treated amethyst. So essentially it goes into a kiln and the color fades from the purple that you get to uh, an orange or a yellow, depending on how hot the heat is. Now, natural citrine does occur naturally in the world. Um, it's just a little bit harder to find. And I actually have a yellow hue. Yeah, I actually have two different citrines in front of me, and I'm pretty sure one of these is heat-treated. I can show it to you. For those yeah. of you listening only, you won't be able to see this, but there's this one, and then there's this one. So I don't know if you can see that too well, but um, I'm pretty sure this is heat-treated, and this is this is natural. It's hard to see because it's it's got a faint... Uh, yellow but it's there yellow hue to it yeah it's there i would say i this agree looks heat that looks a little bit heat treated but at the same time it also could be really natural because it's more of a brighter yellow citrine itself when it's heat treated from amethyst it's kind of got this like i don't know how to describe it like an orangey color to it mm -hmm. like you can just tell it was heat treated and there's nothing wrong with it that's fine but um, the one to your left, that one, I think, is more natural. Because yeah, it's a the, nice piece, and then it has a little bits of yellow in it. That, this that, one? No, the other one. Uh, oh, yeah. One. Wait, this one's this one. Yes, oh, this yes. One's more clear. Yeah, that one almost looks a little smoky. Yeah, it could be. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Can you get smoky citrine? Yeah, you can get smoky citrine. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it could be. It could be, but that's interesting. Yeah, like there's so many different, like a lot of people don't know like that um, for non-crystal experts uh, that different, you know, the different colors resonate with different chakras. But just because it's a certain color doesn't mean it only resonates that chakra. So would you explain, would you care to explain a little more of that? Yeah, absolutely. So this actually kind of ties into another service that I offer, which is aura readings. Um, and this is something that kind of just came to me. I, I think I've known I could do it for a long time. I just didn't know how to maneuver that space up until earlier this year. But, you know, when I read somebody's aura, I'm reading the energy centers in their body, also known as chakras. Um, depending on what chakra is out of balance or what chakra is overworking or what, what is it, what is in balance, um, I'm able to recommend and prescribe 
different crystals for them to work with. Um, a lot of the time when you're working with crystals, you can get the same color crystal as a chakra and it'll resonate just based off of color. However, there are instances where, for example, your heart chakra is green. In traditional text, it's green. However, pink also works with the heart chakra. So mm -hmm. rose quartz and malachite is a very powerful combination for working with your heart chakra, for example. Um, lapis lazuli, blue, color of your throat chakra. However, it helps with the third eye. So there, there's, there's so many different um, crystals to use for different things, uh, for different uh, chakra centers. Yeah. It really just, it comes down to intention, to be completely honest with you. You know, if you intend for a certain chakra to work or to be worked through to unblock that area, you will do, you will work with that crystal with that same type of intention and it'll happen that much faster versus just doing it by yourself. Because a lot of time when you try to work on something by yourself, it always seems harder. And I feel like that's a play on the ego as well. Like, oh, I can do it by myself. I don't need any help. I don't need anybody to help me. When you actually let go of that sense of like, I know everything, it's amazing how much more comes in. Does that make sense? Yeah, especially when you're choosing a crystal. Um, because like when you're choosing, like when you go into a store and then they, you ask the store owner, oh, which crystal should I work with? They're going to say, follow your intention, whatever you want to work with, because whatever resonates with you is was what you're what you're being called to use at that time. Exactly. Because you can do a lot of homework. You can study the crystals in every book, and then you get there and you're like, I don't want to work with that one anymore. I'm looking at it. It doesn't look as nice, so I'm going to work with this one that I'm looking over here. So, I actually recommend people don't do any research until after you buy your crystal because when you do go into a crystal shop or you go into an online store, you want to be able to just see what you're drawn to. And if something is drawn to you, clearly that's your intention telling you, hey, work with this. And if you go ahead and follow that intention and your intuition and you purchase a crystal, then you go home and do your research, you get a 10x type of experience because I'll just use Malachite, for example. I walk into a store, Malachite's really resonating with me, but I know nothing about Malachite. I go and I pick it up. I'm like, holy crap, this feels really strong. I really like this. Go home and find out. It's a stone of transformation and it turns all my sorrows and pains into joy. Holy crap. So, so it's, it's really like, it's all intentional, you know? And as much as I would love to do, like, I'm still kind of working on something where I'm, I'm, I'm maybe doing like a crystal codex of just like what each crystal does, what Zodiac sign it resonates with, what heart, what frequency it resonates at effects um how to work with it how to cleanse it is it okay to be in water things like that um but i also love i mean maybe it's just me but i love doing the research and diving into different types of minerals that are out there mm -hmm. because it's so fascinating how people think they're rocks it's like dude these things have been around for millions of years like i don't know if you, you there's like the at home grow your own crystal kit 
you like pour water and you add all the chemicals, stir it up. And then like two weeks, you get like a spiky crystal. That's just a two week example mixed with chemicals that are meant to do that. When you're pulling something out of the ground, that's been there for millions of years, just developing. And it's just the spectrum of colors that, that you see in crystals and the patterns. And, uh, and this is just me geeking out right now. Like that, that's what makes me so excited because it's like each crystal has its own story. And it's particularly even more true for like specifically Lemurian quartz. Lemurian quartz is, is literally like, to me, it's the storyteller's stone. Yeah. Um, it's just more natural to pull it out of the ground because it's been there. I mean, it, it naturally formed. It's more authentic, you know, than, than creating a, a crystal from a science experiment. Exactly. Exactly. I wanted to go back a little bit, but I forgot what I was going to think of. Um, if you want to elaborate on on something that you want to discuss while I recover what I was thinking of. Yeah. So um, I, I guess I could, I mean, I've always been into crystals ever since I was a little kid. My parents would take us up to like Wisconsin Dells and um, there's a bunch of stores out there and you like buy a bag of rocks for like 15 bucks. And I was so fixated on it. And my parents said, no, I'm like, God damn it. Like, I really want these. And I never got the chance to. And then I got big boy money. And I'm like, I can do what I want. Um, but I've always been called crystals. They, they've, they, <laughs> I could arguably say they were my first friends. You know, and as right. as it is to say, I mean, they literally, at this point in my journey, I, I can literally have a full-blown conversation with these crystals in meditation. Like there's very clear indication that when I meditate with a crystal and I get some type of download, it didn't come from me. Like I am not, I, I was not in that moment creating that scenario. Like it literally was a download and it came in and I was like, Oh, well, hello there. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I, I kind of remembered because you said codex of like information for mm -hmm. your, um, like definitions of like crystals or even cleansing ways. I suggest if you have, you probably already thought of it, but you do have an Instagram where you post stuff uh, related to your business. Yeah. Um, you can maybe do shorts on, on that as well on YouTube or even a whole detailed video and then trim it into shorts just because videos seem to be the most, I guess, viewed and more eye-catching, in my opinion. And yeah. people love to learn about crystals. So I think if you if you created your channel on your business, if you already have one, I'm not sure. But I have not done a YouTube channel on my business yet. I do have Instagram and TikTok. Um, and I'm kind of in a space right now where um, <laughs> I just posted a Moldavite video on like people like talking down on Moldavite saying it's just a rock and then like, it, it was a funny little skit of like all the effects that come with Moldavite. Um, and eventually I get knocked out in the video, <laughs> which is funny. But I, I, that's how I would like to just go about educating people on crystals, like make it in a way that it's funny and fun, but also retaining that factor of like, no, wait, this is actually what it does. Yeah, because you're, you're doing something different and unique than, than what 
the average person who tells explains how a crystal works. You're adding your own comedy to it that, yeah. that helps helps your audience yeah. and it makes me more honestly, it just helps me retain my sanity because at the end of the day, whether it was crystals or whether it was candles, I'm gonna be me because I no longer choose to live an inauthentic life. I want to be authentically wafik in everything that I do. And if somebody doesn't like that, that's okay because I don't have a problem with anybody. And I, I, I have this expression where I get along with everybody. If somebody doesn't get along with me, I'm not the problem. And I'm very, very confident in that because there's, there's so many people going through so many different things. Who am I to ever judge anybody for how they react? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot about myself too when it comes to like being being hard on yourself and like don't be too hard on yourself when people don't react the way you want them to. You know, so mm -hmm. I'm realizing having a lot of awakenings when it comes to that. So it's really yeah. neat. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you. You've been working with a mentor, I would say. Oh yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So, oh, this is kind of going into where I was. So let me just do a brief rundown of like what my life looked like the past seven years. So I completely gave up on myself. I stopped taking accountability for me. I would just do whatever somebody else wanted me to do. And slowly but surely, I was killing bits of myself off. You know, little, little bits of me were dying to the point where um, earlier this year, I was in the middle of a highway. Uh, my job at the time made us walk across the street to get to work. And there was no crosswalks. There were no stoplights. Um, it was just a four-lane highway, two lanes going north, two lanes going south. And I was in the middle, and there was a black Toyota pickup truck. And the driver was distracted. And I got to this point because everyone around me was hurting me so much, or so I thought. I let them hurt me. I would never do anything to hurt myself, but that doesn't stop an outside source from hurting me because that's, that's what was my reality. Everything outside of me was hurting me. Um, so as the truck is coming, I'm literally sitting there. I'm like, hit me, hit me, end me. I don't want to be here anymore. Just hit me. Obviously, he didn't hit me. And then a week later, I met a man by the name of Garen Jones. Um, originally found out about him through Sky's video with him. She did a, a Skylight video with Garen Jones. I think it has like 1.3 million views now. Um, but that was the first I've ever heard of this guy. And I went on a free Zoom call that he had. And I asked him one question. And it was about confidence. And that one question was enough for me to actually get interested and like kind of wake up a little bit as the days go by i realize he's hosting a retreat 
never been to a retreat, don't know what's going to happen. But the day I signed up for his retreat, because I was already convinced, like this one guy out of everybody in the world, this one guy was able to like remind me of me, of Wafik, who I was always meant to be. The day I signed up for his retreat, he, um, I, I, I looked at myself in the mirror for the first time. And I don't know if I said this, but yeah, I did not look in the mirror for seven years as a, as a result of my um, unaccountability, not taking accountability for myself. I didn't look in the mirror for seven years, but the day I signed up for his retreat, I looked in the mirror. And ever since that day, back in April, um, I've looked in the mirror every single day. That's literally how I start my mornings is looking at myself in the mirror, claiming my power. And then immediately I go and give love to everybody else. I'll go on whatever discord servers I'm a part of. I'll go on, um, the groups that I'm in with telegram and the first retreat happened and it was literally life altering in every aspect and every way. Um, then he hosted a mastermind. It was a 90 day mastermind was a part of that. That was followed up by a second retreat. And the second retreat was like a confirmation that yes, this is the work that I want to do. And I want to be working with Garen. And, you know, it's, it's such a shift to go from a place of like getting, wanting to get hit by a car to now doing the work that I'm doing now. But as dramatic of a shift as it is, it's also as simple as just changing the way you think. And, and that, that's his book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. And I literally am living proof of that book. Yeah, that, that's such a beautiful story. It has its ups and downs. But it, I mean, everything happened for a reason. And, yeah. and you had to go through that to get to where you are now. And you saw, you saw a spark light up in you when you followed your passion to trust Garen Jones. He's amazing. I, I watched vi the video and I've been in a, uh, we've been in a, a group call with him at least maybe twice now, I think it was, but I, I, his, his story is very touching. Every time he speaks, he's, he's a really good speaker and Next. yeah, he's, he, you can just really resonate with what he's what he's trying to get the message like whatever message he's getting across you you feel it like heart heartfelt and it like really opens you up so absolutely garen and i've and this is somebody who's worked closely with him basically this whole year um and still working with him today garen is the master of authenticity because he will he doesn't care what space he's in he is going to be himself no matter what he refuses to be anybody else and you know um i know you know his story but um i resonate a lot with him and his story because there's a lot of things there's a lot of parallels there and that's why it clicked for me it's like wow somebody who's kind of like me went through similar things like me and is still living his life and massively successful, but happy. There's a difference in having millions of dollars and being miserable and being having millions of dollars and being happy and actually doing something to make a difference in the world. That's what really inspired me. 
you know, it's not so much about the money. It's more so what am I doing? So every dollar that I make, is it's intentional, right? And this just goes back to my whole philosophy about passing crystals down through family, because if I'm going to touch the hearts of people just by being me, that's one way that I get to do that. And it's through crystals, something that means so much to me that I can teach people how to pass down something so powerful, use that energy and uplift themselves to become the greatest versions of themselves. And the path I got to get there truly was because I worked with Garen. I, I believe everybody has the power that Garen has and he's unlocking it. He's unlocking that potential that everybody that he sees in everybody that he, he takes in. And, um, like everybody has this power. It's just that we forget about it and we get, we get these belief systems programmed into us to forget and to like lose track of what we're really supposed to be doing. And we're really supposed to be happy and happiness is not something we seek out as a choice. And every day you choose to be happy and your environment will, will affect your happiness for sure. And you have to choose to, you know, pro have more progress and get out of that toxicity environment that you might be in. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's an, it's a choice every single day. Even the way you speak is intentional with everything you say. You could sit there and say, I have anxiety. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm feeling so anxious. And I, I respect everybody who's, you know, going through anxiety. Like I feel for you. My invitation is to simply change your verbiage. I don't have anxiety. I have awareness. I'm aware that I'm feeling this type of way. And that little, that little flip is enough to process differently in your brain because anxiety is typically defined from a textbook medical definition, right? And that's what's playing in your head. But when you shift it from anxiety to awareness, you're like, wait a minute, I'm aware this is happening. Now it processes differently in the brain. You're not having that, those, those feelings, a tight chest, the, the stomach pain, whatever um, you experience when you have anxiety. Now you have awareness over it. It's like, what can I do to calm down? And a lot of the time, what's really cool is when you have, when you have the ability to calm your body down, your body automatically knows what to do. And in turn, you know what to do. And yeah. then you that phase. So it's it's really, I mean, the amount of intention you can do with literally everything you in your life, <laughs> that's what I live for. Yeah, it's like, so people need to find out what their gifts are. And then they, when they, they share it with the world, then you're reaching your full potential when you're when you're sharing your gift and and knowing your worth you know absolutely and for anyone who's struggling trying to figure out what your gift is i invite you to go hang out with your inner child you I think really go ahead a lot of people might not know what inner child is so you might want to explain that to the audience so for everyone listening, take a moment to just close your eyes. Imagine yourself as a six-year-old. Everything you did, everything you, that made you happy, going to the zoo, playing with your toys, 
um, hanging out with your cousins or your friends, playing on the playground. When we were children, we never felt any type of way. We just did. There's a lot less feeling and more so doing. You just, you didn't care what anyone thought. You just, you, if you wanted to color, you colored. If you wanted to draw, you draw. If you wanted to run and climb a tree, you ran and climb a tree. And from experience, from diving into that six-year-old version of yourself, when you make peace with that little kid and let him know, let him or her know that like, hey, I got you. This, this amazing feeling happens where, <laughs> your, your your inner child actually has a gift to give you and this is this is the uh, this is the thought process of a six-year-old or a seven-year-old is like thank you for noticing me how can I what can I give you and just giving that kid a little bit of a little bit of your time just going back memory lane and remembering what you did and just spending time with them that's enough to spark inspiration and creativity because what were we when we were kids? We were creative as heck. You ever play with Legos? I used to oh, make, yeah, for sure. I used to make spaceships with Legos. I used to make skyscrapers. I used to make swords. I mean, out of Legos. So imagine what you can do now with everything you've learned, but going back to ex re-experience it as a six-year-old. Yeah, it makes you really ponder of like how much trauma you might have that you can be working on and then that would be solving the issues you have right now. 100%. And Absolutely. yeah, just thinking about it, sorry. but No, you're okay. <laughs> it, it's it's mind-boggling, man. It's, it's adults are deteriorated children, Garen Jones quote. But it's true. Adults are deteriorated children. You forget how to be you because you're so stuck paying your bills, going to a job you hate, going to class that you don't even care about, doing things you don't want to do, but society tells you to do it. Imagine if everyone just did what they actually wanted to do. And no matter what, no matter what, no excuses, you just did it. And watch what happens. Yeah, you're inspiring me more every day. <laughs> I need to do. I need to do more. I feel like I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing a lot more than I, I used to, for sure. Um, especially with this podcast, I've been. I've been pumping out a lot of episodes. But I think yeah. I not just the podcast alone. But I think I could be doing more. And I. 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 I have plans in the works, and which is really cool. So. I can't wait to see your journey grow and you continuously grow. And um, yeah, I, I love the way you host podcasts and you, you're again, going back to intention, you're so intentional with everything that you do and it, it's felt. So I appreciate you for continuing on your path, regardless of everything else that could be going on in life. Yeah, and I appreciate Wafik from the bottom of my heart, my whole heartedly. And, uh, yeah, I I've been I've been in a lot of calls lately, like the outside of podcasts, because a lot of people just like my vibe and they like they like to hear they feel the value that I'm exchanging with them and I'm learning from them and they're learning from me. So I talked to a lot of people lately, especially in our Discord group that we're in. Um but uh I yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah. And did you want to talk about your surprise now, or you want to save that for later? Um, we can save that for later if you have other questions. Yeah, because I, I want to get back into crystals for a second because yeah. a lot of people don't like they'll be like, "Well, I bought crystals, I cleanse them, I charge them, and they don't work." But what I've realized is that crystals are not gonna do the work for you. They are there as a tool. And they will they will amplify the energies that are already there. So if you if you um want to work on a certain chakra and you buy say we'll just go with lapis lazuli because we use this as an example already. It works with your throat chakra and your third eye. So mm. if you're if you are attempting to work on maybe communication. And you wear it and you work with it. You don't have to wear it. But if you work with it, then you'll see results over time. But you have to be open to it as well. You, it, It's just like, I'm not going to stop a, a goalie, uh, a soccer ball, if you don't have the intention to stop a soccer ball from going into a net. You know, like you have to be open to actually try to work you know, if you're, if you're playing soccer as an example, but that's my yeah. comment. So I don't know if this is going to be my slogan, but I've been saying it a lot lately. And I want to preface this to everybody. Crystals don't work unless you do. I'm going to say that again. Crystals don't work unless you do. You can't, again, Garen Jones quote, he's in my head all the time, rent-free. You can't put a first grader in fifth grade. It's just not going to work. You can't be a scrawny guy in the gym and go bench press 400 pounds. It's just not going to work. You have to build that up. Same thing can be said for crystals and working on yourself. Working on yourself is the single most beneficial thing you can do in all aspects, mind, body, and soul. So when you're working with a crystal and you don't have the effects after working with it for a couple of hours, that's time for you to be grateful that you took a step to actually better yourself. When you have that gratitude for like, wow, I actually took the time to really focus on my throat and really express what I want to say and voice my opinion and be proud in what I say. But the second side to the throat chakra specifically is listening. So learning to speak when you need to speak, when you feel called to speak, but also taking the time to listen when you need to listen. And that comes from countless hours of working and meditating. Um, it's and the it, balance of the crystal. Because when you overactivate your, your throat chakra, you're talking too much. Correct. So... I would actually even invite you to take the word balance out of your dictionary and use the word harmony instead. Because when you create a harmony with the crystal and, and with the energy within yourself, now you know, even if you are talking too much, what you're saying is genuine and honest. So you don't have that thought of like, oh my God, am I saying too much? No, you're saying everything you need to say in that moment because that's what you feel called to say. But then fall back and listen when you need to listen. I like the word harmony, even though I love the word balance as well. But 
harmony makes like balance is more like it feels like a seesaw like this mm-hmm. and harmony feels more like a dance you know like you're dancing with it so exactly. i do like that i do like that just little shifts little little mindset shifts can just change your total perspective on everything and 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 i love that and that's actually um something i learned recently is shifting from balance to harmony yeah i mean they both they mean like it's just the way that you perceive the word you know oh yeah oh yeah but yeah i like it um i wanted to mention a little bit something on my end that i'm gonna be getting and i think i posted in the vibe tribe i'm getting a tattoo soon and i'm excited because it's gonna be a compass i might get it here because i have nothing here but i'm gonna get like a compass with a map and the and the compass is gonna be like from the parts of the caribbean okay and it's gonna in the movie it says they say show me that horizon or bring me that horizon but i think i'm gonna say like trust your intuition or follow your intuition and it's gonna have the compass with the with the text and i might put like a map background later on but it's gonna be probably black and gray maybe a little bit of gold or something but i love that yeah because a lot of people when they have anxiety or some type of stress and they're unsure they're overthinking things they that's what they have to do they have to trust their intuition like when you might like the the herd might be moving in one direction, going to get food, but you have to do you. You have to go away from that herd. You have to trust your intuition, step away out of that situation if you feel like that's not what you're supposed to be doing right now. So, because that's, that's what I've been trying to realize myself is like, you don't have to follow everybody else when they're doing something just because it's, it's like um, the norm. You have to do you all at all, all, all times. And a lot of the times people don't know what doing you is, you know, they're like, what does that mean? And they're so disconnected from who they are. Um, they forget. So this is just going back to doing the work that you need to do. So you can find yourself again. And then, I mean, don't overcomplicate it either. Like what does finding yourself mean? What do you like to do for fun? What makes you happy? What makes you cry? What? And I, I'm not here to preach all positivity all the time. You know, I feel like our emotions are a lot like seasons. You know, we spend a lot of time, spring, summer, maybe a little bit of fall, but then winter comes and you got to go through the winter. Mm-hmm. You live in a, in, a, in a state or a country or an area where winter is very cold and it's, you know, you get snow. There's no avoiding it unless you leave the state, which is not convenient for a lot of people. So you grow through it, you know, same thing can be said with your emotions, whatever struggle, whatever obstacle, whatever battle it is that you're going through, you work through it, you grow through it because when you have enough experience going through the mud, now you can actually get to water. Yeah. You have to like, it's kind of like, I'm going to use this metaphor, but like when you're a baby in a shell, like a chicken or whatever, or like an alligator, whatever, you you can't have anybody help you. You have to be the one to break that shell because you you need that strength to survive. And that's like the seasons. You need to go through that 
the the roller coaster of the seasons or just life in general to survive like if you're if you're not gonna survive but then you're not gonna be able to carry on what you're gonna do next so just remember that absolutely you have to be anchored in who you are as a person and what it is you want to accomplish with your life i'm not talking about making a million dollars buying a dream mansion and cars and i'm not talking about that really anchored what is it that you want to do and for me i am the happiest force of life and prosperity here to inspire myself and billions to always live life full out and produce extraordinary results so i wear this necklace this mala necklace there's 108 beads on this necklace all of them are crystal by the way <laughs> um i go through this sometimes twice a day but always once a day and i repeat that to myself every single day so just to give you like kind of a sneak peek of my morning routine i wake up wash my face brush my teeth do all the things look at myself in the mirror give myself the love that i deserve and that i want go into my groups share the love and the downloads that i have that morning and then i sit down and i meditate with this every single day repeating that 108 times my purpose is to inspire people to live life full out while expressing how happy, how I am the happiest force of life and prosperity. Yeah, that's, that's my mission. That is, that's what I do. That's dedication or devotion, if some might say. Um, and uh, I... I was gonna ask you about your mala actually, but I don't I don't have to know everything about it, but it's I've, there's a lot of different crystals on there I can see. Mm -hmm. So this was a gift actually from Garen from the first retreat that I went on. Um, I'll take it off for you. So we got a bunch of different stones here. There's rhodonite, there's some amazonite, there's some sodalite, some amethyst, some unikite some citrine that looks a little bit like no no that's a mazenite too again with the rhodonite going back into sodalite little mm -hmm. bits of pyrite here and there um back into some amethyst but yeah this was um, a gift from garen um yeah, beautiful so, yeah yeah it's uh well he was the one that helped us kind of develop that mantra if you will um I am the happiest force. Yeah. Towards the end of the first retreat, he led us through this wild meditation where we literally broke down words to get to that whole sentence, that whole statement. And <laughs> at the end of that meditation, he was saying something along the lines of when you're in tune with your highest self and your inner child, they'll have gifts to give you. And immediately when he said that I had the title for my book, that's in development right now. Um, but I got the title for my book, which I'm calling it the seven year slingshot. Yeah. You, I think you might've mentioned this before in the other podcast that we had, but maybe not. I'm not too, I forgot if you did or not, but I know you mentioned it to me privately and I'm excited yeah. for that book to come out. Um, yeah, I have a long list of books I have to catch up on. <laughs> well, since we're, we're since we're on the topic, I'll just go ahead and uh, do the surprise now. Um, so 
part of being part of uh, the mastermind that Garen held is, you know, it's a bunch of individuals who are in that group. And we collectively are about to release our first book, volume one, 21 ways to an extraordinary life or 21 lessons to an extraordinary life. Excuse me. Um, and that's going to be uploaded this week and it'll be on Amazon and Kindle. Um, it's literally a book with 21 authors with each author having their own chapter, just kind of going through their life and everything they went through. Um, and then obviously um, at the end of the book, we have a way for you, for everyone who does read it to connect with us. So if you, if, if our story resonates in some way, you know, we, we encourage people to reach out to us and let us know, you know, what they felt reading our chapters. Um, but really it's just a, a collection of years of experience, years of battles, years of trials, years of bullshit that we had to go through and realizing how beautiful the bullshit was to get to where we are today. I, I like to tell a lot of people who are young and they're struggling, especially when I was working with a lot of people mm -hmm. and I'd be like, you're young. It gets better. I always like, I just make it simple because like, I'm just like, you're dealing with a lot of stuff, but it gets better. Don't worry about it. But you know, you just got to simplify things. And it's, it, I like this. I, I'm very fascinated and interested by the stories in this 20, 20, 21. What's the, what's the name again? Sorry. Uh, 21 lessons to an extraordinary life. And that's available next week. It by the time it's done processing through Amazon, it should be ready by Monday. Okay. The, whatever day the Monday is. By the time this podcast out, it will be out. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll send you the link and you can add it in the description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Um, uh, really, really excited, and it's gonna be super affordable um, for everybody to get access to. Um, I'm not sure if we're doing eBooks or if we're doing the Kindle version. Um, but I do know for sure we're doing a paperback. Mm -hmm. We have a okay. custom um, cover that's just—it's absolutely amazing. Um, I'll send you a, a picture of it just so you see it, but that's for your eyes only until it's really. All right, sounds good. <laughs> uh, I I want to ask you if you want to add any more topics you want to cover before we. I was gonna think of wrapping up here. Um, no, I think that's it. All right. Cause I mean, we could talk about crystals all day. Like you can get, oh, we, can, we can, we can go on about a lot of stuff, but I think we covered a lot for the, for the, our viewers. So, um, yeah. Uh, if you want to plug in your, your website and your socials, wherever you want to let people know where you yeah. are. So my Instagram is sage of stones underscore. Um, my TikTok is the sage of stones. Um, all one word and links to all my stuff is uh, in my bios. So if you'd like to purchase crystals, you can go to sageofstones.shop. You can go to my Etsy store. Um, if you want to book an aura reading, you could do that on both sites. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really, really excited to continue to connect and serve the community in the best ways that I know how. And Perfect. I thank you so much for the opportunity, brother. And thank you, Wafik, for coming again on our podcast. Uh, uh, you can find us, if you don't know where I, I am, at the-meta-verse.com. 
or you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore meta underscore verse. Shoot us a message on Instagram, probably the best way. If you want to be on the podcast, talk about your amazing stories. It doesn't have to be spiritual. It could be philosophy. It could be a life experience that you had. Anything, really. We're we accepting most people. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, thanks again, Wafik. And uh, I guess just stick around and take care, everybody. Thank you for having me. Take care, everybody. <laughs>